Hello, and welcome to this week's Aging with Grace podcast titled Magnetic Therapy. I'm D.G. Linton Gridley, and each week I launch these podcasts in hopes of giving you some information and insight that you can use to improve your health and quality of life. It is so good for our brain health to want to learn and to constantly seek out learning opportunities. And knowledge is power, power to know more and to do more and to live better. So I'm so glad that you have found this podcast, and I sincerely hope you benefit from what I'm going to share here. This week's podcast is one in a series that I have been doing about all the various therapies that are available to us. As I said in previous podcasts, we are each unique, and therefore our needs, tastes, and preferences are unique, so what is good for one person is not necessarily good for another. It is up to us to seek out a therapy that we need and want for our unique selves because our doctors are not going to do it for us. Oh, our doctors may recommend physical therapy or occupational therapy, but rarely any other form of therapy. There are many reasons for why that is that I won't go into here. Physical therapy and occupational therapy are good, but they are just two types of the many therapy options available to us. When you consider that our bodies are so complex and multiply that by all the many different problems that our bodies have, and multiply that by our uniqueness, and you can begin to see the challenge of finding the appropriate therapy for you yourself. Physical therapy and occupational therapy don't address everything. Many of our other therapies, many of the other therapies, work well in combination with physical and occupational therapy. Magnetic therapy is one of the therapies that works well with others, When I first heard of magnetic therapy, I was very skeptical. Remember, the definition of therapy is treatment intended to relieve or heal a disorder. Oftentimes, the disorder involves pain. I am a proponent of relieving pain with non-narcotics whenever possible. I have always believed natural and pure everything is best for our health. The food we eat, the air we breathe, and the lifestyles we choose are best for our health when they are natural and pure. Magnetic therapy is very natural and pure. The more I learned and the more I experienced the benefits of magnetic therapy, the more I was convinced that it was a credible and reliable therapy. Of course, as with any therapy, we have to do our part to make it work for us. Just as physical therapy won't benefit us if we don't practice the moves, magnetic therapy won't benefit us if we don't apply the magnets to our troubled areas. I first became acquainted with magnetic therapy in 2001. The headmaster of the school where I was teaching at the time had a wife who was selling products from a company called Nikon. She invited me to one of her presentations, and because she was the wife of the headmaster of the school in which I taught, I went. I had heard jokes from other teachers about her passion for this company that sold magnetic therapy products, and I really had no interest in what she was selling. But I was impressed at the presentation and with the quality of the products, She showed us a magnetic comforter, a magnetic mattress pad, magnetic insoles, a magnetic massage roller, and many other products. She showed us a video created by the Nikon Company explaining how magnetic therapy worked. The short version of that video can be summarized by saying that magnetism is part of the earth. It's part of our bodies. We were created or evolved to live in a magnetic environment for optimal health. There have been many experiments exposing people to too much or too little magnetism with conclusive results that there is an optimum level of magnetism for good health. She, showed, she also showed us infrared pictures of body parts, 
that were exposed to the magnets. The body parts glowed red because they were so much warmer than the rest of the body. Magnetism is purported to increase circulation and thereby accelerate healing. That sounded plausible to me. I had a memory of my oldest son when he was about eight years old. He had some magnets, some really powerful magnets that his grandfather, who was an engineer, had given him. Two of them, about the size of a quarter, shaped like balls. He was playing with them one day when he blurted out, Mom, these magnets are making my hands so hot and sweaty. The strength of a magnet, it also made his hands red, I remember. The strength of a magnet is known as its Gauss, G-A-U-S-S, and it is a unit of measurement of magnetic induction, also known as magnetic flux density. The unit is part of the Gaussian system of units, which inherited it from the older CGS-EMU system. It was named after the German mathematician and physicist Carl Friedrich Gauss in 1936. One Gauss is defined as one Maxwell per square centimeter. After the presentation from my boss's wife, I was still not convinced, of course. The products were very pricey, and I didn't buy a thing. My boss's wife insisted that I borrow a couple of her products and try them out, so I did. I went to several more presentations and used the products for several months before I decided that there was value in them. One of the products that I really liked was a magnetic necklace. When I wore the magnetic necklace, I had no pain in my neck. I wore them out. (laughs) I need to buy some more, but they are expensive, as I said. I wasn't supposed to wear them 24-7, even when I was showering, but I did anyway. I'm wondering if they can be replated. I had one silver and one gold. But the plating wore off both of them, and now they look terrible. And sleeping on the magnetic pad with a magnetic comforter did seem to improve my sleep. And since that time, if I have an ache or a pain, I apply two half-dollar-sized magnets to the area. I tape them on, and it does seem to help. Other companies sell magnetic products, too, and I'm guessing they work just as well. If the magnets are strong enough, I do think the consumer needs to be careful to ascertain what the strength of the magnet is before they buy it, because if it's not strong enough, it won't do any good. And I've also heard that if it's too strong, that's not good either. So what follows is an article I found on WebMD titled, What is Magnetic Magnetic Field Therapy? Written by Rachel Reif Ellis. Magnetic field therapy uses different kinds of magnets on the body to help boost your overall health. It may also help treat certain conditions. There are several types, including static magnetic field therapy. In this therapy, you touch a magnet to your skin somehow. You might wear a magnetic bracelet or other magnetized jewelry. It could be a bandage with a magnet in it, or you may wear a magnet as a shoe and sole. You could also sleep on a special mattress pad with a magnet in it. And then there's electrically charged magnetic therapy, electromagnetic therapy. The magnets you use here have an electric charge. Treatment with electromagnetic therapy usually comes through an electric pulse. And then there's magnetic therapy with acupuncture. Magnets go on the same sections of your skin that an acupuncturist would probably focus on in an acupuncture session. You may hear these areas called your energy pathways or channels. How it works. The next section is titled, How it works. Your body naturally has magnetic and electric fields. 
all your molecules have a small amount of magnetic energy in them. The thought behind magnetic field therapy is that certain problems happen because your magnetic fields are out of balance. If you put a magnetic field near your body, it's believed things will go back to normal. Ions like calcium and potassium help your cells send signals. In tests, scientists have seen magnets change how these ions act. However, so far, there isn't evidence that magnets have the same effect on cells when you're in when they're in your body. Just this is an aside, so that's interesting. They've done tests on cells outside the body, but they haven't done tests on cells inside the body. Okay, next section is titled What It's Used For. Most magnetic field therapy is a treatment option for different types of pain, like in your feet and back. Scientists have specifically studied its use for arthritis pain and wound healing and insomnia, headaches, and fibromyalgia pain. Next section is titled, Who Shouldn't Use It? While it's generally safe for most people to wear low-intensity static magnets, it's not a good idea to have magnetic field therapy if you, one, have a pacemaker, two, have an insulin pump, or three, are pregnant. You should also take off any magnets before having an x-ray or getting an MRI. Some people who have magnetic field therapy have side effects like pain, nausea, dizziness. However, these side effects are rare. Next section is titled, Does It Work? There haven't been many studies on magnetic field therapy. The ones that have been done don't have enough data to draw solid conclusions. Though some clinical trials have shown potential for magnetic field therapy as a treatment for back pain, for the most part, there's no clear proof that it can treat any condition. And that is the end of the article from WebMD. And this next short article is from another reliable source, Kaiser permanente.org, titled Field Magnetic Field Therapy. First section's titled Treatment Overview. Magnetic field therapy uses magnets to maintain health and treat illness. The human body and the earth naturally produce electric and magnetic fields. Electromagnetic fields also can be technologically produced, such as radio and television waves. Practitioners of magnetic field therapy believe that interactions between the body, the earth, and other electromagnetic fields cause physical and emotional changes in humans. They also believe that the body's electromagnetic field must be in balance to maintain good health. Practitioners apply magnetic field therapy to the outside of the body. The magnets may be electrically charged to deliver an electrical pulse to the treated area, or used with acupuncture needles to treat energy pathways in the body, or static, not electrically charged, and stationary on the treated areas for periods of time to deliver continuous treatment. Next section is titled Risks. Young children and pregnant women should not use magnetic field therapy because the safety of this therapy is not proved. People who have medical devices or implants with a magnetic field, such as a pacemaker, should not use magnetic therapy because it could interfere with the function of the implant. Magnetic therapy is not thought to have negative side effects or complications when it is combined with conventional medical treatment. Talk with your doctor about any complementary health practice that you would like to try or are already using. 
Your doctor can help you manage your health better if they know about all of your health practices. And that is the end of the article from kaiserpermanente.org. What follows is an article that deals mainly with the history of magnetic magnetic therapy, which I think is interesting. Magnetic therapy has been around a long time, which to me says that there is some validity in it, even though there haven't been conclusive studies proving its effectiveness. This article is from encyclopedia.com, titled Magnetic Therapy. Definition. Magnetic therapy is the use of magnets to relieve pain in various areas of the body. Origins. Magnetic therapy dates as far back as the ancient Egyptians. Magnets have long been believed to have healing powers associated with muscle pain and stiffness. Chinese healers as early as 200 B.C. were said to use magnetic lodestones on the body to correct unhealthy imbalances in the flow of qi, or energy. The ancient Chinese medical text, known as the Yellow Emperor's Canon of Internal Medicine, describes this procedure. The Vedas, or ancient Hindu scriptures, also mention the treatment of diseases with lodestones. The word lodestone, or leading stone, came from the use of these stones as compasses. The word magnet probably stems from the Greek magnus lithos, or stone from magnesia, a region of Greece rich in magnetic stones. The Greek phrase later became magneta in Latin. Sir William Gilbert's 1600 treatise De Magneta was the first scholarly attempt to explain the nature of magnetism and how it differed from the attractive force of static electricity. Gilbert allegedly used magnets to relieve the arthritic pains of Queen Elizabeth I. Contemporary American interest in magnetic therapy began in the 1990s as several professional golfers and football players offered testimony that the devices seemed to cure their nagging aches and injuries. Many centuries ago, the earth was surrounded by a much stronger magnetic field than it is today. Over the past 155 years, scientists have been studying the decline of this magnetic field and the effect it has had on human health. When the first cosmonauts and astronauts were going into space, Physicians noted that they experienced bone calcium loss and muscle cramps when they were out of the Earth's magnetic field for any extended period of time. After this discovery was made, artificial magnetic fields were placed in the space capsules. Next section is titled Benefits. Some of the benefits that magnetic therapy claims to prove include pain relief, reduction of swelling, improved tissue alkalization, alkalinization, more restful sleep, increased tissue oxygenation, release of, uh, (laughs) excuse me, relief of stress, increased levels of cellular oxygen, improved blood circulation, and anti-infective activity. Wow, that is a mouthful. Next section's called description. There are two theories that are used to explain magnetic therapy. One theory maintains that magnets produce a slight electrical current. When magnets are applied to a painful area of the body, the nerves in that area are stimulated, thus releasing the body's natural painkillers. 
The other theory maintains that when magnets are applied to a painful area of the body, all the cells in that area react to increase blood circulation, ion exchange, and oxygen flow to the area. Magnetic fields attract and repel large charged particles in the bloodstream, increasing blood flow and producing heat. Increased oxygen in the tissues and bloodstream is thought to make a considerable difference in the speed of healing. Next section is titled Preparations. There are no special preparations for using magnetic therapy other than purchasing a product that is specific for the painful area being treated. Products available in a range of prices include necklaces and bracelets, knee, back, shoulder, and wrist braces, mattress pads, gloves, shoe inserts, and more. Next section is titled Precautions. The primary precaution involved with magnetic therapy is to recognize the expense of this therapy. Magnets have become big business. They can be found in mail-order catalogs and stores ranging from upscale department stores to specialty stores. As is the case with many popular self-administered therapies, many far-fetched claims are being made about the effectiveness of magnetic therapy. Consumers should adopt a let-the-buyer-beware approach to magnetic therapy. Persons who are interested in this form of treatment should try out a small, inexpensive item to see if it works for them before investing in the more expensive products. Next section is titled Side Effects. There are very few side effects from using magnetic therapy. Generally, patients using this therapy find that it either works for them or it does not. Patients using transcranial magnetic stimulation for the treatment of depression reported mild headache as their only side effect. Next section is titled Research and General Acceptance. Magnetic therapy is becoming more and more widely accepted as an alternative method of pain relief. Since the late 1950s, hundreds of studies have demonstrated the effectiveness of magnetic therapy. In 1997, a group of physicians at Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, Texas, studied the use of magnetic therapy in 50 patients who had developed polio earlier in life. These patients had muscle and joint pain that standard treatments failed to manage. In this study, 29 of the patients wore a magnet taped over a trouble spot and 21 others wore a non-magnetic device. Neither the researchers nor the patients were told which treatment they were receiving, magnetic or non-magnetic. As is the case with most studies involving a placebo, some of the patients responded to the non-magnetic therapy, but 75% of those using the magnetic therapy reported feeling much better. In another study at New York Medical College in Valhalla, New York, a neurologist tested magnetic therapy on a group of 19 men and women complaining of moderate to severe burning, tingling, or numbness in their feet. Their problems were caused by diabetes or other conditions present such as alcoholism. This group of patients wore a magnetic insole inside one of their socks or shoes for 24 hours a day over a two-month period except while bathing. They wore a non-magnetic insert in the other sock or shoe. Then for two months, they wore magnetic inserts on both feet. By the end of the study, 9 out of the 10 of the diabetic patients reported relief, while only 3 of 9 non-diabetic patients reported relief. 
The neurologist in charge of the study believes that this study opens the door to additional research into magnetic therapy for diabetic patients. He plans a larger follow-up study in the near future. In 2000, a federally funded study began at the University of Virginia. This study evaluated the effectiveness of magnetic mattress pads in easing the muscle pain, stiffness, and fatigue associated with fibromyalgia. Magnetic therapy is also being studied in the treatment of depression and for patients with bipolar disorder. A procedure called repeated transcranial magnetic stimulation has shown promise in treating this condition. In one study, patients with depression had a lower relapse rate than did those using electroconvulsive therapy. Unlike electroconvulsive therapy, patients using magnetic therapy did not suffer from seizures, memory lapses, or impaired thinking. Progress continues on the study of magnets and the brain. In 2002, more than 2,000 patients had undergone transcranial magnetic stimulation for treatment of depression at the University of South Carolina with promising preliminary results. Transcranial magnetic stimulation is less shocking to the brain than electroconvulsive therapy. Another study was testing the use of magnets for therapy of essential tremors by using a control group with sham repetitive transcranial magnetic stimulation. The researchers noted tremor improvement and no adverse adverse effects from the magnet therapy. These applications of magnet therapy are still under study and are not approved by the Food and Drug Administration, but look promising. Training and certification. There is no training or certification required for administering magnetic therapy. Magnetic therapy can be self-administered. And that is the end of the article from encyclopedia.com. As you heard in the articles, the jury is still out about whether or not magnetic therapy is a reliable form of therapy. I believe it is a reliable form of therapy for certain applications and if applied correctly. As I mentioned earlier, we are all unique and one size does not fit all. And the magnetic application methods and magnetic strengths have not been studied enough or measured and standardized enough to make magnetic therapy reliable and the results predictable. More research and therapeutic trials are needed. I think it is interesting that the horse industry has embraced magnetic, magne, uh, excuse me, magnetic therapy as a viable treatment to improve their horse's health and performance. Horse owners are willing to pay big money for magnetic therapy for their horses. The same can be said of dog owners. If you want to learn more, just Google magnetic therapy. The companies that sell magnetic therapy products are many and varied, but the only one I've had any experience with is Nikon. That's spelled N-I-K-K-E-N. And I'm not endorsing them, and I'm not receiving anything from them. Nikon is a multi-level marketing company, which makes me skeptical, but one advantage of that sales system that sales structure is that there's a lot of support and instruction concerning the products and they do stand behind their products, or at least they used to when I first learned about them in 2001. I think it is challenging to know how to use magnetic therapy because you can't make an appointment to see a magnetic therapist. There's no such thing as a magnetic magnetic therapist for humans that I know of. Perhaps someday 
like there are for horses. <laughs> and it's difficult to get instructions online or in videos. I googled magnetic therapists near me, and I happened to be visiting in L.A. at the time of this podcast. If anywhere would have magnetic therapists, L.A. would. <laughs> and yet there were none that came up. Lots of holistic medicine practitioners came up, but none said they specialized in magnetic therapy. I truly believe this is going to change in the next few decades with us baby boomers having a need for magnetic therapy. I really do think it helps with circulation problems and arthritis and joint problems in particular. I have purchased magnetic seat pads for each of our members at the Fountain of Youth Clubhouse because I think it helps them at the clubhouse when they are sitting and doing activities during our club meetings. Aging with Grace's Fountain of Youth Clubhouse has good food, fun, and friends with a nurse to help you to your best health possible. Members can attend a few hours a week or every day or not at all. Each of our members has a wellness map to guide them to their best health. Please check out our website at agingwithgraceinfo.org to learn more. And if you know of a magnetic therapist, please let me know. With that, I'm closing out this podcast by wishing you a week of making happy memories. Bye for now. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the last episode. For more information, please go to agingwithgraceinfo.org. That's agingwithgraceinfo.org. Thank you. The health club for seniors is your kind of place. So come and join us and age with grace.